Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of The Outer Realm. We are broadcasting live right here on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans. We are fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee who have literally been a part of our journey from day one. We wouldn't be here without them. So thank you, Folgers. We love you. We appreciate you. Also, much gratitude and respect for our other sponsor, Justin Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, who is the voice and music that you hear on our intro and outro. He is an award-winning composer of Halloween horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music, which can be found anywhere that you stream great music. Check him out. After all, it's spooky month, and he's got a lot of great stuff coming out. Also, huge thank you to Steve McGinnis, the artist behind all of our artwork on The Outer Realm. So big thank you to Steve. Tonight, The Outer Realm welcomes um, Phil and Julia Syracusa, fellow UPRN hosts of the show, The Horsefly Chronicles. And they're going to be discussing their experiences, living in a haunted house, and everything that goes with it. So um, in order to partake, guys, you know the drill. Let's go through where you can find our chat rooms. Pretty much habitual here on the, on, on the realm. We've got UFO Gods and Extraterrestrial on YouTube. We've got um, the Outer Realm. We've got UFO Paranormal Radio. Uh, then we're getting over to Facebook. So we're looking at Joe Montaldo, UFO Undercover, Canada's Most Haunted, UFO a paranormal radio network united public radio and news on the flip side so i see people are chiming in kira tamara wayne hello hi mike yeah mike yeah so hey hey how's it going it's been that hi kind of good how are you that kind of a day not see my very first like Instagram post where I thought I'd go terrorize a village pretty much been my whole day. I saw that and then like, well, I'll just ask her when I see her because like I love that post. I love that one. But yeah. early, but you know, I just wake up to chaos and you know oh, and it's a crazy month. messages and, or emails yeah. and it's just like, oh, it's gonna be one of those kind of days. I've been yawning all week. You've been I under the so, weather. I know, but I think weather, it's, right? I know I've been sick, but I think it's also the weather. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's that as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, I know, and I'm tired because we had that big, earth, well, not big, but, you know, yeah. the celebration yeah. from my daughter's 25th. But yeah. it's like, I can't say it's big because it wasn't big, but no. yeah, no. it's been busy. But um, yeah, and my first yeah. outing yeah. in a public place with a bunch of people, yes. Yes. I know you're listening, thinking, what the hell? But that's true. It is. It's a thing. Um, yeah. It's a thing. That's what happens when you have a child with low immune system. Hey, but, hey Marisol. Um, I know. I know. Hello, extra Marisol. Careful. How's the weather there? But, but um, I'm in here, I imagine. <laughs> so, well, I would think so. 
Um, but we have two great guests on tonight. Uh, you know, they're, they're fellow hosts here at the network, which is awesome. So do you want to give them a little intro? Absolutely. From Pennsylvania, right? PA both have experienced the paranormal in their own lives before they found each other and married each other. Yes, they are married. She is an empath, sensitive and paranormal researcher. He is an author, spiritualizer and a paranormal researcher. Together, ouch, <laughs> together, they live in a haunted home and have had several paranormal experiences there, as well as helping families with their own hauntings. Hosts here on UPRN, please welcome Phil and Julia Siracusa. We're just waiting. To the show. Yes. We're just waiting for them We're to come waiting. on. I love her. Hello, Samantha. Hello, Samantha. Back for more, are you? <laughs> on the punishment, yes. <laughs> over that fireplace like how bright is it in here i got the lights lowered because of your <laughs> screenshot <laughs> yeah, that's my niece but yeah. oh my no, gosh i just saw that screenshot i'm like what it's so bright oh. my screen's so dark do you know how many messages i got today people go oh i love that show last oh night. my Why gosh you including... more Q &As? i'm like oh, yeah okay okay so it we're including our own Hamilton. It. Sorry. Uh, everybody's back for more. It's true. Oh, he yeah. was one of them. He was one of them. He was. Yes, he was. And there, there was a few more. And I'm like, okay. So I, it's why I messaged Amelia to say, all right, beginning of the year, we're going to have to sit down and plan at least for a few months worth. We're going to do that. The, yeah. the first half a year. Yeah. We'll try to it's bring hard. you. Hey, Catherine. We'll try yeah, to bring you hard. guys a few more. You know, it's it just makes it really hard because we've got a really long like list of people waiting to come on and we book so many months in advance. Uh, I mean, I could book straight through into March or April right now. Yeah. There's that many people. Yeah. I'm Michelle has crossed us off to fit people That's in. True. We've actually had ourselves booked for once or twice That's a true. month. And she's like, okay, you know, that day that we're on, you need That's to true. change that because I got so-and-so <laughs> coming on. I'm like, okay, yeah, but That's we true. do want to make you guys happy as well. It's a lot of fun. We really do enjoy oh, it do. because we, we get do. to interact with you and talk to you more. Oh, so true. yeah, it's true. It's, it's nice to be fun too, because we're in the same thing. field. It's true. Yeah. It's a whole different thing, you know, because yeah. it's, it's just, it really is just like hanging out and just sharing stories and oh well, thanks Tamara. Yeah. Our third you know. host. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Tamara's our so, third host. Yes. So I think that we, you know, I mean we owe it to all of you, of course. We love to. We love to bring it to you guys. We also like to bring you guys a lot of like a blend of different things. And I yes. can tell you, oh my goodness, there's a lot of really great guests coming up in the next few months. Some Thank new gosh. faces that you haven't seen and some favorites. So, you know, yeah, next I've been week so busy. I didn't even notice was on next week, Michelle. Sorry. Wow. That's okay. I got it. <laughs> no, no, I know it's there in my book, but I mean, I have it looked because yeah. I've been so busy and today I was thinking, Oh my gosh, I don't remember. I have to really look that up because I have to get their promos going. Yes. But, um, yeah, that's that's so how busy work. it is. It'll work. Yeah. So here we go. Well, you'll find out tonight after the yes. show who's on next week as well. Yeah. So here we go. Phil and Julia. Woo. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good Hi. to see you guys. Good, Good to see you. both of you. Thank, Thank you. Happy to see you guys. Look at those smiles. It's I know. Like, actually, excited you can to relax. be here. This is really good. <laughs> you can relax. This is your network. You can relax. Yeah. <laughs> good. Not to be in charge. 
<laughs> it's different, isn't it? It's really tough sometimes. It's not so bad when you're doing an interview for somebody else, but yeah. when it's your soundboard, you're kind of like, it's hmm. bizarre, right? You've, you, that's why I have no access to the soundboard. Otherwise, we cut each other off in the comments. So that's true. It's better this way. Yeah. <laughs> we have a system and it yeah. works. So this yep. is good. But I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. Um, your story does go back, you know, quite quite a distance. Um, I'm going to let you guys just take it. I mean, I like to start off with humble beginnings. You know, how you, did yeah. all of this come about and so on? And the path that led you to pretty much where you are now. So whichever one of you wants to take it, give it a start, and we'll jump in. Well, I'll say that uh, mysteriously in life, everything happens for a reason. And you don't know the reason up until um, you look back at the puzzle of your life mm. and see why all those pieces were put together. And uh, this is a story of the Horsefly Chronicles and the life that Julia and I and our, and our family live. And... Um, you know, for those that uh, question, which I questioned many of years, the existence of entities or ghosts or demons, um, I was a skeptic myself in a lot of areas, um, thinking it's just the mind. But clearly, these things do exist. And you don't, you know, sometimes you don't know what to actually experience uh, firsthand. And um, that's where this whole story begins. You know, Julie and I, we always say that, um, you know, I found this house on Zillow in 2009, right? Yeah. But no, you see, the house found it's us. 13 years. Yeah. Because um, I seen this house on Zillow and I fell in love with it. And then I called a real estate agent, Wackert, I think it was, and uh, it was the on the contract. And it's like, wow, such a good price. And all right, let's move on. <laughs> let's forget that it was a Saturday morning. And and then we went out looking for other homes. Yeah, right? we made a, for a while. And we found a house that we were on the border of yeah. that we liked. It was owned by a priest. Yeah. Right? It was really I might have been your best bet. You know what's funny now? You see what's funny about that is well, God. We, you didn't like the stairs. And the devil <laughs> were at hand here because I believe now that I'm living this life, God was saying, take this house, the priest. You know, it's, it, had, it was suitable for the stairs were steep, but it was still a nice looking home and it was good for us. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we didn't go with it. Why? Because the stairs? The You didn't like the stairs. You He's got like this thing. Yeah, the stairs <laughs> yeah. were very steep. Like it was. Kind of that was a house, but a beautiful. Where to go? It gives you like but, where to go, and then you you as a you parent, you'd be, be afraid, afraid for your... downstairs. Yeah, you'd be afraid for your kids too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that we were just so drawn to this house. Um, we kept coming back to it for some reason. So we didn't get the priest house, and we went on a mission for a month. Yeah, looking at other homes in the state of Pennsylvania, and um, I'm at work one day in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And my wife calls me up and she goes, guess what? I said, what? She goes, remember that house that was on the contract that you really like? I'm like, yeah. She goes, it's out of contract. And I says, no way. Yeah. And, and, and then I went to go see it first. And I was just like, I don't know. I was just really drawn to this house. I mean, of course, it was a beautiful house. But it had a lot of, 
it was kind of smaller than, than what we were living in, to be honest. It's just, mm -hmm. it was something about the house that I was, now that I know now, I was drawn to it more than mm -hmm. anything else. Being mm -hmm. a sensitive, yeah. Did they, did they um, give you any information on, I don't know if you have to disclose in your state that it's haunted? Well, no, it's, it's, it wasn't labeled as a haunted house yeah. because okay. no one died in the home. It was built in 1996 and in a state neighborhood. So it, it wasn't right. you okay. know, nothing that, um, but what but, I did find, you know, when I, when I seen the house on the second visit, I remember this one room in the basement and the guy, it was painted this ugly red, ugly red. Red right behind us. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like this, well, it shouldn't have been, I don't know. And he had this. This when we left. He had an exercise machine in there. But when I was in the room alone, I felt off center, like my equilibrium yeah. balance was off. But I was so excited about the finished basement and the, the home was beautiful that I, I really wanted it. had everything it. we were looking for. Mm -hmm. And then um, we sat down with the real estate agent upstairs. I'm signing, you know, to move forward. And I remember when I had the inspector come here, uh, the homeowner, the wife, was just so miserable. And I couldn't mm -hmm. understand why. She had this mean look on her. Yeah. And yeah. when I was watching the inspector, she'd follow me with this mean look. And I was like, you live in a beautiful neighborhood. You're selling mm -hmm. your home. Why? I'm saying to myself, what's the problem? That was mm -hmm. the only thing that we, we really dealt with. That was, was in a negative way. Um, well, then we went to the closing, and in the closing, they really didn't look at us. Yeah, they were You're horrible. kidding. No yeah. eye contact, nothing. No red flag did, there. <laughs> did, you ever find, did you ever find out why? No. And no, we, the closing was awkward when they don't look and talk to you. And the guy had a real attitude with us, so yeah. whatever. There was no reason. I mean, now that we you know, we think about it, it could have It could be a million it, reasons it now that we look back. House. I mean, you know. Oh. Could but, have been um, attachments. Very yeah. Angry and yeah, they were mm -hmm. better. And then um, I remember a month later, part of their closing check, because I guess they didn't forward to the new address yet. And I tried to reach out to them, mm -hmm. came to this home, and I tried to reach out to them. They wouldn't accept my phone call. Mm. Um, that's part of your closing check. You know, it's as if it's as if um, here's your keys, your problem, we're done, goodbye. That's really sure. how it was. You know, that's what it's it different. Felt like. Like, it's different now. I mean, in a lot of places in Canada, you need to disclose. But there was no, even if it's Canada, a paranormal really? activity, if it's haunted, yeah. you have to disclose. Well, that's it. what we've been told now. Like, if you don't have someone that actually died on the property, you don't have to. I mean, maybe to maybe them, they, they didn't, didn't know, know what was going on. That's yeah. I don't think that mm. they really knew what was going on. Um, they just knew there was something not right. Exactly. Right. Right. They were financially broke in a beautiful neighborhood and, and they weren't, they weren't, they weren't happy. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I guess I can understand a lot of that now, but yeah. um, the first. Yeah. Well, 2020 looking back, right? Yeah. This yeah. is 2010. And the first six months, quite frankly, were great. Kids were loving it. Everybody had their own bedrooms. We're excited. And that's a we beautiful, beautiful home. home. Yeah. Well, huh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> You know, I'm going to tell you, the listener out there, you know, whether we believe or choose not to believe and that these things are possible, I got to tell you that it's not just a matter of seeing something with your eyes to believe it. These things can draw, take out you financially, medically, mentally, um, and they can, 
isolate you from friends, cousins, relatives, family, and the most mysterious ways. We try to bring logic and explanation and science behind everything, but um, yeah. sometimes there is no science and logic into this world of the unknown. It just is what it is, and these things do exist. Mm. And the first six months here were perfect. Happy mm. family, just came from another house that was really nice, and, and everything was great. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, the negative energy started. Um, a lot of fighting um, and constant banging when there was no, you know, no, the kids were quiet in their rooms and mm -hmm. just no reason for it. Just yeah. making its presence known slowly. It's funny because you when you say, you know, putting everybody at odds, I always call it the game of divide and conquer you know, isolating yeah. you. So you, there's nobody to support you. So you feel alone yes. and yes. they slowly start just doing little things to make you crazy, put you at odds with one another, you know, enhance depression, enhance anxiety. Maybe if you have an addictive personality, that's where they're going to, they're going to play on their weaknesses. Yeah. Right. And, and, and a lot of times people don't see it coming. No. It happens you know so gradually. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you say in that. So, what did happen the first six months, but this wasn't ghostly. It was, I was off on the weekends from work and I said to my wife, I can't sit still. Something, yeah. I just have this anxiety. I have to get out. I mm. can't sit still in this home. I don't understand. What is it with me? And um, I went, joined the gym. I would come back home and feel the anxiety again. Mm. Like it was like this energy, but not a good energy. It was like this. You didn't um, feel look, right. You didn't feel right. Like, I just couldn't control it. It was very hard. And that was that that did happen right away. Mm -hmm. right. If I walked into this other atmosphere of energy. Was it mm -hmm. the whole home, That's like the entire yeah. home, Phil? Or was it like particular rooms or places that home. were more prevalent? Mm -hmm. entire, entire home. home. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it was like foreboding. Yeah. So when I worked during the week, I, I worked some long hours. So I wasn't feeling it. But on the weekends, I couldn't sit still in this house. It was like. It was like making me feel like anxious and mm -hmm. worried about things I shouldn't even be worried about. Yeah. And and what about your sleep? Like you felt really anxious and wired the whole time you're up. But did you feel that way? Like did you have any sort of sleep problems as well, or were you at least able to? Yeah, well, that's when normal PM kicks in. That's right. We were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. We were taking that for. Tallow PM kicks in at that point. <laughs> Down yeah. the count. Because I'm not thinking that I bought a haunted house. I mean, you know, sure. you see the neighborhood, like it's not haunted, you know? And mm -hmm. um, but then my son, Our my oldest, oldest son, son he Brandon, was eleven when we moved in. He wanted his own mm -hmm. private room in the basement. So mm. we gave him the room that was that red room, you know. That's very haunting in he, Connecticut. <laughs> ah, yeah, and he wanted yeah. it, and then he would wow. tell me. Yeah. Um, the toys were going off by themselves, going off and on. And then I says, look, the last thing I want to hear if they're an investment is <laughs> the toys are going on and off. I don't want to hear But how it. did you react to that? Because, I mean, I, I know I in my household, that. my father was like, uh, no. My mother yeah. was a believer. My father, the house could have come down and he had a logical reason for it. I think mm -hmm. that he was a believer, but at the time he was just things. Like I was that. so focused with work and making money yeah. and the home mm -hmm. that we just bought and I, I had that excitement, and then I didn't want to hear the toys. I just didn't want to believe. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe. And I, I remember saying to Brandon, "Maybe you're banging into them. You're kicking yeah. into them in the middle of the night." And he mm -hmm. said, "No." Yeah. And he you says, think no, it was no. out of fear because you couldn't see what was going on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, these things, whatever, however they're labeled as, right, they lay dormant. And what I believe now and I could testify to is what they do is they learn the family mm-hmm. and our habits yeah. and our dislikes and our hatred and our goodness and our pain. And after they start to learn the family, each person, then they know how to attack each person individually mm-hmm. yeah. on their own territory through a mental um, this thing is, is, um, it was something that you felt like you weren't alone, that you'd been watched, but obviously nothing was there that you could see that was watching you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like being in a shark tank, but there's no sharks. Only the mind sees the sharks. Right. Yeah. Um, you feel unprotected and you don't know why. And you try to dismiss all that th- with life, right? Kids going mm-hmm. to soccer, one kids in basketball and you go to work and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you try to dismiss everything in life. It's, oh, come on. It's all. It's just my mind playing. It's easy, yeah. It's easy when you're busy too, because you're not paying attention as much, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. And um, wow. so years went on. I mean, 2011. Um, we didn't have any ghost activity. No. Right. Negative have- energy. Maybe, a lot of arguing, and fighting arguing, but, but at this point now, and this is important for everybody to listen to this, that there was nothing visible yet. Oh, so it's okay. learning the family. Mm-hmm. Um, 2011 was fine. Work was good. You know, he was saying a little bit odds and ends with the things, but then he got sick. Yeah, he got in the basement. He got what, what was pancreatitis. It? Yes. And oh, wow. 11 year, at 11 years old, you, you That's know, I young. went to the hospital and they're like, I said, well, if he was doing something like he was didn't had a drink with or whatever, he's like, no. Nah. And doctor's like, nope, nope, nope. Not at not at eleven. Mm. So it was just really weird. And then as soon as we got him out of that room, we made we actually turned this room into his bedroom. The yeah, we got him out of the basement. Something told me get him out of the basement. He was all right. He and then he better. started getting better. And I'm mm-hmm. like, say that. Wow. And I'm like, look at this. So I, the room was what? What a storage room? It, it's like it's it, no, what do we it, use after that? Like, storage? Uh, I don't know, yeah, we right? Mm-hmm. We, do, we didn't do we didn't anything. really do anything. I think we used storage, maybe just there. yeah, storage. Um, junk. and then time went on, and we're living our life, and he's getting better, thankfully. Okay, and what mm-hmm. did you tell yourself, Phil, at that point, Julia? What did you guys tell yourself mm-hmm. when here we move him and he's getting better? Were you thinking like a parent no. saying? Oh, it must have been damp and he's just not feeling well. Now he's better up here. Were you dismissing it or were you looking into it? I wasn't looking into paranormal. No, no. I was thinking that, okay, he's getting better. Um, That's what you do as a mom, right? Yeah. I wasn't thinking anything paranormal at that time. Okay. Um, No, it's one of probably one of the last things that, that people think about. You don't even know the average person doesn't even know what signs to look for. Yeah. let alone say there's something going on. This is why so much of this stuff goes undetected because if That's you're not true. versed in, in the field, you've got no idea. It's a learning curve and yes. there's a lot of damage that can be done before that light goes off and like something is not right on a whole other level. Yeah. yeah. I was curious because they both had ex- paranormal experiences growing up. If that, mm-hmm. you know, popped up at all because for me it comes up all the time so that's why i was curious you guys have had paranormal experiences before moving into the house yes nothing like what's in this home nothing like you know little ghostly things in 2009 
we were renting another house in Pennsylvania, zero paranormal activity, mm -hmm. zero perfect life, perfect family, perfect job, perfect everything, zero, mm -hmm. absolutely nothing. Right. But you see now, I, I tell people that um, they're way ahead of us, meaning the other side, way ahead of us. And it's as if they throw out the, the fishing line and reel us in. Mm -hmm. And if you have a little bit of an intent or openness to understanding that mm -hmm. side or willingness, sort of like um, playing like a Ouija board or using any kind of device with an intent, right? They know that. Mm -hmm. And when yes. they see that opening, it's they know when they're going to come in. And that's exactly what happened. 2012, I don't believe anything happened. Um, it was then... 2013 is when things started happening three years later, living in the home. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember here was the first incident. The well, the, we had a picture in the living room and the mm -hmm. kids were fighting and it, it was just a bad time. I don't know what it was, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. and then I took the picture out in the backyard. With my kids are breaking it. There, we had a picture on the wall. It was really, really nice. I, I don't. I think it was like a twin towers or something. No, it was like these old homes that light up when you plug oh, it in. One of those plug-in yeah, pictures. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah that up. was a big thing then. It was a big yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I loved this picture, and I don't know because, like, I was really, really pissed. I was really upset. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of something in the house that was making me, like, you know, feel Agitated. a certain way. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, but I was really mad. He just grabbed it. Oh, I went out in the backyard with my, my kids. Now, you see, now here's how these things work, meaning the entities. Yeah. They'll make you do things that you don't realize what's happening when it's happening. And when I'm out there with a hammer with my Excuse kids. Me, sorry. Because I thought the <laughs> pet was holding this negative it's... energy in the home. I would think that, too. That would yeah. come to my mind as well, having experienced things, right? Even the mind, yeah. like so, the most minute yeah. from a horror film watching on TV, you would think, oh, there's something in that picture. Take it out of the yeah. house. And then what happened? Yeah, it was a mystery picture. So we broke it. My wife is mad at us. <laughs> we're getting yelled at and we're still breaking the picture. Yeah, but you and, know, um, like so that, she's, she could be. You don't know that something didn't make her react that way. On purpose to cause that friction. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. That's like, exactly what was happening. Yeah, but you didn't know that at the time, right? Didn't know that. Oh, trickery, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, uh, a few weeks went by, and we're in New Jersey. I think we were Christmas shopping, and then you says uh, we're in Perkins, and um, oh, boy, yeah. I, I ordered some good pancakes too. Oh, my <laughs> <And> my <laughs> wife goes, I have a I good recipe for that, Julia. <laughs> Right. She yeah. says, I forgot the stove on. Oh, that oh. I says, what? And now we're in New Jersey. I'm like, oh, no. Kids are in school. I said, so there goes the pancakes. I can't eat them. Uh, we take off. And I'm trying, I'm rushing to get home, cross the bridge. Yeah. And then you got a ways to, to go here. I ran yeah. to the house. And the house was smoked out. Uh -huh. But what was mysterious was. The flame was off. The now, flame is off. It wasn't it, the stove. It wasn't like a real, like the new modern stoves where it kind of like mm -hmm. shuts itself off. It's not mm -hmm. like that. You have to physically shut it off. That's, yeah, that's right. Shut itself. Right. Um, and it was off. So that was kind of weird. Mm. So something yeah. turned the stove off, that's which, but well, I don't even know if I'm thankful about that. I mean, no, now I that know. I'm <laughs> in insight, let her go. <laughs> Yeah, but then they just would have followed you to a new home because you destroyed their home, <laughs> right? It's like yeah, yeah we'll fix I mean, you. We'll fix you. I I personally think that this house 
was sitting here waiting for us, this type of family who has, who has gifts and, you know, who's open and it was just waiting for the perfect family. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, so the stove turned off, the house is smoked out Mm -hmm. over it, you know, and then, uh, about a week later, I'm up five o'clock on a Saturday morning, get ready to go to work. And I see this black shadow, the size of a cantaloupe in the kitchen. Now I think it's my eyes. And then I think it's the bulbs and I'm looking, mm-hmm. this thing is going from the kitchen ceiling to the living room ceiling, down the wall, down the floor. And it's really, really fast. Mm-hmm. I'm looking all around like, no, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm not really up all the way and it's mm-hmm. bouncing around. Well, I'll, I'll tell you that, um, that was the start of it right there. It knew it waited, it watched and it had me. Mm-hmm. And, well, it knew you were aware of it and that's all it needed. See, it's it's like game on, right? Gigs up. Absolutely. Now you know. Yeah, they like to play. There's no reason to hide anymore. Yes. Wow, you just hit it right on the head. Yeah. Just gave me chills. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, exactly. it's really how it works. Once that acknowledgement gets made, acknowledgement is empowerment. I say it all the time. Now yeah. this thing's like, okay, now we're gonna now we're gonna dance. It's like dealing with a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it really is. Mm-hmm. They, that's mm-hmm. the profile. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was game on from that point Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. I told my wife, I never remember telling coworkers at that day in the, at the, we went to the diner for breakfast. I'm like, there's something in my house. Something is. So one of them said, maybe it's feng shui. Maybe the house is off center. The way Mm. the house is built. Right. Yeah. Did they believe you? Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's important because that can make or break your, your fight, right? When you're not believed by people closest to you. That's the divide and conquer. So how did thing. they, how did, yeah, but they believed him. How did they react? You know how they reacted? Well, one of them said it's feng shui. The house yeah. has to be offset mm-hmm. from everything you're telling us. And Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he used to go to China and learn all this stuff that yes. they learned out there about that and and I, and I says, okay, well, what do I do? He goes, move, because mm-hmm. if, if it's off-centered, it's it's really nothing that you can do unless you're going to rebuild different things in the home, you know, restructure it. Yeah. So, um, Jimmy's I, saying uh, hi. Obviously, yeah. I didn't do that. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. But now, you see now, here's the, here's the kicker of this whole story. Another co-worker looks at me at the diner, and he goes, write a book. Mm-hmm. Tell the world. Yeah. I said, come on, I'm not writing no book. Tell the world. What? I have that I'm book. Not... <laughs> <laughs> I have that book. Yes. I says, what? Tell the world. I mean, we had a corporate job. We're all making good money. I was like, tell the world there's a ghost in my house. He's like, mm-hmm. yes, do it. You know what happened? You know what happened? I'm going to tell you. Um, <laughs> we made plans, me, and these were my friends and my coworkers. And in Westfield, New Jersey, he says, you know, you come to my house, we're going to, you're going to narrate and we're going to record you. And then we're going to get this down into a, a story and, and put it out there for people to know that this stuff is real. Mm-hmm. Well, we meet on a Saturday in Cranford, New Jersey, we're sitting on the back deck. And I told my two friends, my coworkers, I said, you know what? I don't feel right about this. And I said, this thing might try to pull us apart. And they're like, no, come on. It's not going to pull us apart. Okay. I'm starting to tell them what's going on in my home. And they're recording it. It actually got this recording, too. 
and they one's a video camera, one's a cassette recorder, and um, then all of a sudden, one of my friends, the coworker, says, "I see my aunt," and I'm like, "What? There's mm-hmm. nobody here but us." He's like, "No, she died, but she's here." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, he he goes, "Continue, continue." And then the other coworker, as I'm telling the story, he goes, "My wife's sister is here." What? But she died in a plane crash. And now, now I'm bugging out. And I'm like, what's going on here? So no kidding. Do you think this entity is mimicking these people? Or do you think this was really their loved ones coming through this timing? This was the devil's game. Oh. Okay. So, so mimic, yeah. My friend goes in the house to his wife and goes, your sister's outside. And she starts yelling at him. Mm-hmm. My sister died. Don't you ever, he says, come outside. Mm-hmm. And then he grabs this big cross and he puts the cross up on the deck. And she's yelling at him. She goes, well, I don't see anything. Don't tell me. And then something in my mind is telling them, play the song Ava Maria. Now, I don't know why. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. Something's well, telling me. It's all about me. protection. Yeah. And so they play the song Ava Maria. And now... At the same time, their grandmother's coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uncle's coming through. Crazy. And That's he's insisting. Insane. He's like, yeah. my uncle is here. And he's insisting, and I don't see it. But what mm-hmm. I do feel is this oppression. I feel this. The weight. Yeah. This weight, yes. Yeah, the weight, and the heaviness. Like, and I'm saying, now I'm saying in my mind, I think we just opened up Pandora's box. And, um, oh shit! But because yes. there's no reason for them to hide anything now, they can go full on and so, divide, divide and conquer, right? Right, and, right, um, and conquer and communication. Yeah. So it gets funny and it gets more twisting and interesting. Um, we left off that night. You know, we stopped what we were doing and we thought about if we wanted to continue it. We decided not to continue with this, and mm. then. Uh, my coworker one day says, like a month later, come on, let's just finish it. Let's get this book out there. I'm like, all right, you know, I don't want to do it, but he's like, come on. So I go back to New Jersey and we're recording again. Um, and then one of the coworkers says, you know what? I can't handle it no more. Something is not right here. I'm stopping. I'm out. I'm out. Something's not right. I'm seeing my uncle again. And my uncle's dead. So he pulls out. So yeah. we stopped the recording and then. A week later, my friend says, I put an ad on Craigslist for a psychic. And I'm and now I'm shaking my head. I'm like, what? You put an ad on Craigslist for what? He goes, so she could tell us what's going on in the house, what's happening around my house. So he does just that. And as funny as it may seem, an ad on Craigslist for a psychic happened to be a very good psychic. She comes aboard. She meets with us in New Jersey. And she says she sees this dark shadow behind me. And I don't see no dark shadow, but I did explain to her what happened to me. Yeah. And she says, I'm going to help you guys. So she gets another friend involved to draw the cover of the book that we're starting to image, that we want to come alive, that we Mm -hmm. want to come alive. Get it? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) When I was trying to stop this a few times and my other friend dropped out. Yeah. So weeks go on. And I didn't have an editor for the book. So my, my son Christopher mm-hmm. comes home from school one day. He goes, Funny. Dad, guess what? I overheard you talking. And my school teacher's an editor. She writes books. 
Synchronicities, man. Synchronicities. <laughs> I needed to get out. out there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we go to her house in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And was she the math or science teacher? Computer teacher. Computer teacher. Really nice <laughs> She's lady. Still there. It's really so nice funny. Lady. The moms always know. The dads are like, what is that? Is that English? Is that getting her? So yeah. we meet in her house and she agrees to take on the story and edit it for us and the whole thing, right? Nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now follow this. This is where it gets, it's not gonna start get wacky now. Um so now we have we have my one of my coworkers. We have a psychic. We have the person who drew the picture of the book, mm -hmm. and we have the school teacher. Okay, and one mm -hmm. dropped out. So there was five. Now there's four people, including myself. Right. Right. So I get a phone call one day. The psychic's name was Ashley, and this is weeks in. He goes, my coworker goes, Ashley tried to kill herself, mm. and I was like, why? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Let's get over there. So I'm like, I'm not driving from Pennsylvania to Westfield, New Jersey. So we got her on a conference call. Mm. And she says, there's little flies coming out of her wall sockets. Oh, and, now, you know, I says, um, I don't want to be rude, but are you taking anything? You know, and she got mad at me. She says, don't be silly. It's really difficult. Uh, it's, as researchers have to ask that question, it's hard you have to ask hard things, but you have to go through the process of elimination. And at that time, I don't think you really understood. The I didn't understand it. And I didn't, and how yeah. to, you know, yeah. do that. He, it was just. So, so now she's telling us, you know, she doesn't know if she can handle being, be trying to read this house anymore. She's never been to the home at this point. And this little flies coming out of her wall side, which, which quite frankly, I don't believe. I just mm. don't believe. But what Why did not? happen. <laughs> because it, it seems far-fetched to me at, at that time, at that time at the time okay that's fair like, yeah i absolutely. can't imagine a fly coming out of a wall socket mm -hmm. yeah um but then my son's school teacher she calls me up one day she goes i don't feel comfortable doing this anymore and she's the editor i'm like why she says well ever since i got started someone's knocking on the windows at night and yeah. some my bathroom doors opening opening and shutting and i'm finding dimes and I was like, maybe it's one of your kids. Coins That's my attitude. Bad thing. You know. And um, <laughs> drop bills. But what was happening? Yeah, people think it's like this this beautiful sign. It's not often. What was happening was this thing. You remember in the beginning of the story when I explained that it was learning my family. Yes. Well, it was learning everyone that was getting involved with this as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's part of what people happens do. when you have that. Yeah, anyone, do. anyone in communication with you, anyone on the phone, like phone communication, and telling can, the story. Yeah, that's right. And they can, in fact, multiple places at one time. Yes, Clearly. yes, mm -hmm. yes. At the same and time. And again, I at would not believe time. that until yeah. I was getting those phone calls at one time, yeah. multiple phone calls. I'm like, you're that's all right. nuts. Yeah. Everyone is nuts. I want nothing to do <laughs> with this. People, it's scary. Multiple places at one time. That yeah. is so true. And I understand Phil because Phil's there, you know, like any dad, you want to protect your family, right? You want to, and you can't see it. So now what? And I'm, I'm still having a hard time believing what everybody's talking about. I'm like, you yeah. know, and, but what it was, it was learning every person between New York, New Jersey mm -hmm. and Pennsylvania. So like my, my coworker says, you know what? I don't care. We're going to keep going on. In fact, we're going to hire um, 
I think if we hired um, a publicist in New York City that we were paying a serious amount of money per month to get known so that when this story comes out, we the world knows that this is true. Because mm -hmm. that's, we want everybody to know it was true. And I was taking a lot of heat in the beginning. Oh, it's fake. It's fake. It's this. It's that. Well, it goes back so, to the whole thing of the, the Amityville Horror idea. Yeah. You know, it, it's just, if it's too much for people to take in, you're gonna, it's going to yes. go one way or the other. They're going to believe you human. and go against you completely. Yeah, it's so, a human, um, human response. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, so we, the, the publicist that we're paying a lot of money, now she gets us on a radio, my first podcast ever, ever. It was Bob Bain, The Far Side. And mm -hmm. I drive to New Jersey, and it's me, the psychic, and my coworker, right? Now watch mm -hmm. this. So Bob Bain, it was a pre-recorded show, and he says, tell me what's going on. You know, so I'm explaining to him what's going on. Mm -hmm. And about then, then Ashley went, who was the psychic. And then Dave was saying what was happening, you know, that he felt who he's seeing his, um, his wife's sister and all that. Mm -hmm. So when we were saying all this about 40 minutes into the show, now we felt this negative weight that I can hit, hardly hit, handle the phone anymore. We all were like being pushed down. Like this, something was like negative in there. Like the atmosphere was like very heavy mm. in his house. And um, we, just made it to finish the show because we were like tired. Something took the energy out of us. And then yeah. Bob goes, you know, thank you for coming on, but uh, I don't believe you. Mm. And you know what I said? I says, thank you for having me on. I know it's just hard to believe. I would have Two said thank later. you for having me on, but I don't care. So Phil's so polite. I know. I'm really <laughs> not so much. <laughs> He's not <laughs> You see, now I know what's happening. I'm starting to come to realization that this is yes. real. Yeah. Two weeks later, I get an email from Bob Bain, mm -hmm. never to contact him again, ever, have no nobody that I'm affiliated with. You've got to be him. kidding me. He says, whatever you talked about, I'm hearing disembodied female voices in my home. It's scaring my kids. It's scaring okay. me. Goodbye. So it was then, out of fear. The Bob, then he puts a, a, a warning disclaimer before the podcast that demonic voices or whatever are encoded in. And I think this guy's a crackpot too, because that's what Phil thinks. That's what, that was my attitude back in the day. Right. You know? right. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on, you know. This guy's just trying to conjure up like, you know, publicity and, and put it out it's there. It's kind of reminding me of that whole, that whole woman in Texas with the, with the Hocus that Pocus movie. Yeah, somebody's oh had their God. face on a glue yeah. too long. That, you know that, what I mean? But she's a star <laughs> right now. She's a major star, right? <laughs> Arguing with yeah. the one, per, one, the kid who was uh, sniffing glue in the classroom growing up. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like that. No, well, it's, I it watched really that movie. Hard. It was terrible. Just it, it is. It is dividing. I, just, I can't it watch is, it because it's just I, I can't. I don't understand how you could redo that movie hocus pocus too. It was the worst thing they ever did, Julia. We'll talk about that another time. Don't let oh, my son see it. Don't no. let my son, her son's my son. No. Don't let my son yeah. see it. <laughs> so you've got the whole divide and conquer thing. And literally everybody that you are encountering. Well, it gets an better. Experience. Yeah. So um, my publicist gets in touch with um, Dave Schrader. And right. that is so much about great podcasts. Yeah. 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 We were just getting. He was so this just was getting Twin Cities Paranormal, I think it was. And, and my coworkers like, Phil, this is a big show. It's a big show. Mm -hmm. So I drive to New Jersey. It's me, Ashley. The psychic um, and my coworker, and the psychic goes to me, 
I want to talk to you after the show with a very stern look on her face. I was like, all right, everything, everything okay? She goes, I'll talk to you after the show. I was like, okay. So Dave Strait is interviewing me, you know, and mm -hmm. um, then he's interviewing my coworker and then he's interviewing the psychic. It's like a couple hours show. It was a good show. And people, of course, with all the negative comments, blah, 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 blah. But I don't, I'm not paying into that. You know, just, a, I'm just getting into trying to tell the story, what's happening here, whether you believe it or you're not, it's happening. Mm -hmm. all of this. Mm -hmm. So the show ends with Dave Schrader. And she goes, okay, I want to sit at the table with you. So we sit across this big dining room table and my coworker is to the left and she's across from me. And now she has this mean look with this white complexion. And she's making two fists. And I says to my coworker, you get ready to, to block her. She tries to hit me because something's wrong with her. Mm -hmm. And then she goes in this evil, I, I get chills thinking about this evil voice. She goes, I know everything you're doing and I'm going to stop you. Mm -hmm. and, I says, and I says, what are you talking about? So I grab a hand before she, like, she was going to swing at me and she's ice cold cold <laughs> and her eyes were dark like this is not something that's made up her eyes were dark and she told me which is impossible to know the last page of the book word for word the book was not released on amazon the only person who knew was me my co-worker and the editor before the book was even processed to be put out Mm -hmm. And she, the fact that she knew every single word was impossible, that scared the daylights out of me mm -hmm. because now I was threatened by something that took her over. And yeah. as well, one of the people closest to you working with you on this, basically your camp is. has been infiltrated and it's yeah. letting you know that there are no limits to what it can do. Yeah. Yes. Let me step in and have a conversation with you. So, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, they're trying to make you feel vulnerable. Yes. And so I says to my, I says, I, I can't drive home. I'm not driving home in the dark. I'm night. paranoid. I am not. And she's sitting and she wouldn't leave his house. And then mysteriously, he gets really tired. I'm like, come on, you have to stay up with me. I'm not staying in the <laughs> living room with this nut job that's going to attack me. I don't know what's wrong with her. He's like, I can't stay up. I can't keep my eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So now she's on this lounge chair that rocks back and forth. I'm on the couch and she's going back and forth and like this creepy, stupid look. And she's cold and mm. she just keeps giggling at me. And I says to myself, it's either she took drugs, but she knows the last page of that book, which is impossible. Yeah. Who am I talking to? We had to know something was up by then. At that point, I was scared and I knew that she could overtake me in a heartbeat. Because mm -hmm. you could see, you'd have to feel the strength. You could, you can, you can almost see the energy coming through her. Like, whatever used her. Because I remember ten minutes ago, I said that she tried to kill herself. Yes, and that's she's right. the one who had the flies coming out of the wool socket, yeah. the baby flies. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now and we're looking at something like a. a so now possession. what happened is, I'm waiting till I'm waiting minute by minute till the morning comes. I fall asleep in the living room. I wake up 5.30 in the morning, and she's gone. And I'm like, oh, yes. 
Yes. That's just crazy. Out, crazy I'm woman just left the room. Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> that in itself is unnerving. Never mind anything else. That's yeah, where the hell you factor. keep your eye on the one with the dark eyes. Sorry, I've got a cold, but yeah. I mean, keep, talk you about, and I'm going to tell the listener this. You know, and by the way, you can listen to that show and what she says on Bobby and the Far Side. I'm number, I think I was his sixth show. Um, mm -hmm. You can listen to it and, and uh, you see what she says, this one here. So now a week goes by and I'm bugging out. I couldn't sleep for days because I'm scared now. And my nightmares, I'm scared. Like she's, I can see her image. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid mm -hmm. of her now. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm a big guy, but I'm afraid of her. I don't know who that was. She was mm -hmm. a young girl. Too. She was a young girl in her 20s. Yeah. We go to the editor's house in Bethlehem. We're doing the book review before it would be released on Amazon. And then she, the editor goes, I can't do this no more. I can't do it no more. I'm out. Mm -hmm. And I said, what do you mean you're out? We're almost, the book's almost to be released. She goes, I can't do this. Something wrong with this. Something is just not right with this. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's just my story. Whether you believe or you don't. She goes, I'm being haunted. There's something in my house. She goes, I can't do it no more. I said, mm -hmm. just do me one favor. Uh, just set it up so that Amazon gets it, and then you could just walk away and just give me the passwords, and I'll and you're out. Uh, mm -hmm. Fair enough. And she says, I'll think about it. Hmm. So now what's happening is the artist who drew the cover slit his wrist and tried to take his life, hmm. and they put him in a mental hospital. And I get wow. this phone call, and I says, maybe, maybe you know. I, I says maybe, you know, it's either this negative thing or maybe he had problems. And but that they picture, amplify the picture. those, those pre-existing conditions. They can cause them, but they yes. can also amplify them. Did he, how long did he remain in there? Like, did he? We're going back 2014, and that was the last I heard. The oh. cover was released, and it was a creepy cover that he said something made him drew. It's the original cover of the first book with that big horse fly with the big eyes with the yeah. hand coming out um and that was the end of him that was it no wow, one heard that was him, the obviously. last contact with him for you guys nothing it was it you're kidding uh, me psychic once again tried to drive her car for bridge and she pulled out hmm. yeah um, you can't blame them right so you see what's happening here um is that it's going after everybody simultaneously. Yeah, but, but it doesn't just let them go because they, they they give up and leave you guys. You know what I mean? Like, they're easy marks. Did, yes. did you hear anything about about them afterwards, like just through the grapevine or anything like that? Like, did they continue to be haunted or have these, uh, these infestations? Or, or as far as you know, that's where the story ended. They hated us. That's right. where it ended. Right. They, there was nothing, but now there's nothing but hate. Wow. There's no talk. There's no discussion. Now it's hate. Wow. Now it becomes you let something into my life that we don't so know. So they're still is. under pressure. Basically, they're still. Uh, yeah, because yeah, otherwise you like... would have had some kind of logic kick in and know that mm -hmm. it's just because you were involved, right? Hmm. So my coworker who was very persistent, um, says no, mm -hmm. you need to get a paranormal team to your house. Now, the only paranormal team I see was Ghost Hunters back in the day. I was like, paranormal team? But I did find a paranormal team um, that was on television, and they just happened to be in New Jersey. And I reached out to them, and the guy comes over my house, and he's like, all right. He goes, I don't feel nothing here. He goes, but if you want us to come investigate, we'll do it. Yeah, but like, they, they drop off, right? 
Yes. A lot of times when people come in, and I'm sure as you go on, you'll probably, you know, attest to that. They don't want you to think there's anything there because it makes you look crazy. Yes. And they just go away. Yes. Okay. So we set it up, and a month later, um, he comes by with a team of like six people. Mm -hmm. A month later? Yeah, well, it got kept getting Good thing you weren't in trouble or anything. The road, postponed, postponed. And that, yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, and it was a Saturday, right? It was a Saturday. Yes. Um, now, I never met a paranormal team before. We're going back to what, 2013, 14. Four I never met a paranormal team. So I was excited to meet people that right. do this kind of work and, and, and see if they're finding anything in my house. And uh, hmm. so they're setting up DVRs and REM pods and K2s and spirit boxes. I'm learning now because I don't even know what mm -hmm. this stuff is. Well, everybody was bring... learning at that time. There wasn't many television shows on at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then about an hour to an hour and a half in, things got haywire in this house. So one of the psychics was out in the front yard throwing up. Hmm. The other one is in my downstairs bathroom looking in the mirror screaming. And I'm saying to myself, what did I do? Who did I let in my house? <laughs> yes, the circus. <laughs> Take your monkeys back. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. Who did I let in my house? Right. And yeah. then another one is looking at me. With this, with this stupid grin on her face, like, I know everything, too. Like, But she didn't say that, but I'm reading her mind. Like, she's just looking at me like. Yeah, you're thinking, thinking, like, I made this big mistake at this mm -hmm. point, right? Mm -hmm. well, what was happening is we were feeding the devil. And what I, what I didn't realize yeah. what was happening here. Because you see now, that team left here all, all disheveled. And they were sick. Some of them were sick. And they were arguing and. Who's who's not who's fighting with the other psychic and all this nonsense, this all this negative energy that I talked about in the beginning of the story mm -hmm. in the first six months. Well, that was happening to them in my own home. Mm -hmm. So about a week later, the um, the lead investigator gets in touch with me. He says, um, I'm going to show you something. And then so he comes over, he showed me pictures of it looked like a, the outline of what I would say is a demonic entity but then you could say well it's, maybe it's an optical illusion maybe it's matrix because that's what i said i said I, I, maybe it's just the eyes trying to put the image of what we see right mm -hmm. it would be the basement where my son's room was that red room he goes no 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 you listen to me he plays a recording and on the recording he's asking questions and then you hear growls after mm -hmm. the questions these evil growls he goes, I've done many cases. What's over here is not good. And what does Phil do? It was another parent. I don't team. I don't believe him. I said, you know what? Thanks. I don't I know I appreciate, but in my mind, I don't believe him. I don't believe any one of them. So a month later, I get a whole paranormal team to come to my house that doesn't even know them. I tell them nothing. I just say that I think there may be something, you know. I don't want to I don't want to build psychosomatic or power of thought mm. or power of suggestion. Mm. Right. So this is a team of five people. Again, it was on a Saturday night. And then they're walking through the kitchen, and then she gets scratched in the ankle. Yep. Remember that? And yep. she's like, ow, I got scratched. And I said, let me bump in my furniture. No, don't tell me. You know, because I have to put humor behind things. Of course. Mm -hmm. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm like that. But what was fascinating was that their photographer in my basement caught what I seen that morning before work, that black orb the size of a cantaloupe on film. And I says to him, you see it? 
He says, I see it. And I felt so relieved at that point of my life. Yeah, I you were validated. Like, wow. Yeah. Now, mm. now we are really dealing with something. That you grouse and give it away. I can tell you, I have about two to three hundred hours of EVPs, and I can't tell you how many of them are growls and yeah. just wow. foul talking, growly talk. Yeah. That for me, I'm usually, yeah, that's a thing. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't be kind of going, I don't believe it. Cause that yeah. to me is pretty unnerving. Like my spidey yeah, senses yeah. go off. I'm like, no, this is real. Yeah. You know, like you right. just have that feeling. That but hair on the back like, of your neck. It's in your own home. You don't want to think there's something like that in right. there. It's the last thing you want to think about. It's the last thing you want to think about because in your mind, my family is in this house. My children are in this house. I'm in this house. You know, and it has a long reach because so many people in your life has been affected. And yeah. it's showing you, I have a long reach. There's nothing mm -hmm. you can do. I can get yeah. anybody I want. I'm stronger than you. I yeah, control this, you. It's amazing. At this time, too, it was starting to divide um, a division with me and my family as well. Mm. You know, there's a lot of bickering and fighting about stupid things mm. so it was a lot a lot going on this thing went through no uh bound this thing can go after anybody anytime at will and um so then i had um other other psychics that were known i started to see them on tv sean austin uh ralph sarchi um, the demon files, uh, you know, I wanted to know more. I wanted to understand more. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they testified that and not in my words, because, you know, uh, I want to hear what people are saying in their thoughts. And um, this is a very dark, negative entity that can destroy and conquer all of you. But when did you think, like when you had your validation, when did you think, okay, enough is enough of, of, bringing people because after a while i'd be like okay i get it i know what's here when do you say no more investigating now let's get down to business and do something about it i try to conquer two at one time i try to not only have teams here but have shaman here with the teams okay going forward to remove whatever was here right and again i didn't know much about this whole you know the spirit stuff of how it works and all that but that's what it was to investigate validate and remove and that's exactly what we were doing we were trying to do now just to back up one second did you have any human spirits in the house or was it strictly a demonic energy whatever this thing was he goes by the name of chief okay and everyone who's been it steps foot in this house they see him now i don't see this thing but they see him this is the this is chief and he wants to be respected as if he's in control of everything mm. and everybody. Yeah. And he sends mm. out all his little minions. And um and and the way it was explained to me was it, it was as if it was a demonic force um that took the label of a name chief, mm. a man with a strong mm. presence of this is my territory. Mm. And um we learned that through so many investigations because now what I did, I went on a mission. I mm -hmm. wanted I wanted my house back, right? Of mm -hmm. course. Yeah. It's yeah. fighting. Finances are going down. I'm not feeling good anymore. Shadows are being casted upon the walls. My kids are fighting, getting into trouble. Mm 
now everything's turning into chaos, mm. right? Yeah. I'm losing friends at work. We're losing family friends. Um, yeah. We're losing people that we got mm. involved to even help us with this project. The book gets released on Amazon, and guess what? I can't walk. The day the book was released on Amazon, I could not walk. I was on the couch. I was like, Julie, I can't, I can't walk. Get me mm -hmm. to a hospital. Yeah. And she drives me to a hospital, and it's as if someone took a knife and slashed my leg, and it was all ripped, the whole, well, everything, my whole, mm -hmm. my whole left leg. And um, that was the threat from Ashley from that thing when she says, I'm, I'm going to get you. I know what you're doing. When she read the last page of the book. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, some of these things are just mind-blowing that it's hard. It's so hard. Do you know why people ask me today, well, why did you have 52 paranormal teams? Psychics means remote viewers. You had Wiccan. You had priests. You had shaman. You had ministries. Why? You know why? Because I had to prove to myself. I had to prove to the world, and I had to try to remove it at the same time. Um, yeah. that's what, that's what the mission was. And I wasn't stopping, but little did I know that every team that was coming here was feeding it because and, it was as if it wanted teams to come here because yes. it would get stronger. And I think that is the reason why it was happening too. Well, it because was, the team's engaged. I say it all it, the time, you know, you can go in for the evidence because you guys brought them in to get you that evidence. Therefore, it's sort of a free-for-all. People will do all kinds of different things to get yeah. that evidence. But yeah. what they're essentially doing in order to achieve that goal of getting you that evidence, they need to initiate communication. Initiating communication is initiating an invitation. So uh -huh. what else was being invited in? You see? Yeah. Acknowledgement yep. is empowerment, whether it's an EVP, a recorder, a ghost box, a phone app. I say it all the time. It doesn't matter what method you use. It's the intention of inviting communication. You are making an invitation. And then people yeah. go home and you guys are left with the whole gambit, which exactly. is unfair. I say this all the time. Yep. So true. Yep. So your problem just went from here. Because that many paranormal teams initiating invites and communication, but you wanted it. You wanted to know. And it's no fault of your own. People don't know. They're not aware. A lot of researchers aren't don't really think about it. Like they're here at the request of the family to get the information the family wants. Mm -hmm. In hindsight, now yeah. you're like, shit, that's a lot of invites. That's of a lot of initiating communication. And these things thrive on this stuff. Yeah. They love it. They love it. They can attach to multiple people at a time. So to them, yes. this is great. And Did, a lot of times when these teams were here, they, they were, they were, you know, they were angry. They would come in happy and okay. Sure. And, and then you would see them change and get angry. And well, they get angry. They get weak. They get tired. Oh, they get angry. Terrible. Terrible. How many of these people the now where... went home with attachments? Like how yeah. many were affected? Do you know? Many. Um, wow. okay. in fact, we have Dave Spinks here and, yeah. um, he picked me up from paranormal zone TV. I was on Orange show way back in the day, telling my story. And then he reached, reached out to me. Nice guy. Mm -hmm. He wanted to come down here and then, um, to validate what we're talking about. And well, he validated all right, because mm -hmm. about a week later, he, he lives out in Virginia at the time. And, um, he says, mm -hmm. I think this thing came home with me. Well, one of these things came one home. One of these. Yeah. Cause yeah. there's always more than one. 
And um, I didn't. I, and then I thought back to the Bob Bean show, and the guys in Tennessee not mm. believing, but then this thing goes after him. Then I'm thinking back to now. Here's the puzzle that I talk about in the beginning of the show. The puzzle's mm. being put together now. If we look at all the people, the people are like chess pawns mm. in the game, and the game is being played by the entity, and the entity is using every one of them, and and who's going to have checkmate? Who's going to be erased? Mm. Who's going to be eliminated? Who's going to fight with who? And that's but that's exactly. the idea. It's leaving you in some sort of suspended animation, just sitting there trying to, to wonder. It's like always having to watch your back. You, you know, mm -hmm. you, you never know. You're a hostage. Yes. Yes. You're a hostage. Yes. And so what does your captor do day after day? You never know. Um, the years went on. I mean, and, and it's funny because we have the priest here from the Catholic Church oh, in yeah. 2017. That must have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, nothing, well, nothing happened. happened. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I mean, um, not a blink of a bulb, not a shadow, absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. But the night that mm -hmm. came around, mm -hmm. and gone, you, here right? comes the shadows. Yeah. Here comes the blinking bulbs. Here comes the static discharge mm -hmm. as if it was like, like lightning out and you go outside and you feel like oh, static it's discharge. horrible, isn't it? Yes. So you're being like, punished you for bringing him in. Like hide and seek. Oh, it's right. startling. It's startling when that happens because you know they're popping in and out. It's mm -hmm. startling. Yes. No, that's interesting for sure. Um, I do believe a lot of it um, because I've, I've spent two decades doing this sort of stuff. I have helped literally hundreds, not thousands of people through the years. Um, and of course, that's amped up because, you know, we do so much the last three years. It's like doubling up with a huge success rate, the high 90s, without exaggeration. I've got a list as long as my arm of people who like just validated all of that. I truly believe that your mindset has a lot to do with it. I think like for, for, for me, because how I work with people, you know, it depends on how the people who are helping you are working with you, but how I work mm -hmm. on an average with people, I usually say, okay, it's really important now that you have the mindset that you really are in control. You have to be in control. You can't leave your foot in the door. You can't keep acknowledging it because as long as it thinks there's a foot in the door and that there's acknowledgement, you just, you can't close the door. So, so there's, we're only half the equation. I've always told people I'm only half the equation. Mm -hmm. I've had people calling me in the middle of the night, you know, my phone is always on, but it's just like, you're the other half of the equation. You know, I don't live in your house, so I can't be there to, yeah. I can't be there all the time. I've seen people clear their own homes just because they're that much in control. They're just that, they've just had it. Demonic energies, interdimensional beings, human spirits. I mean, they've just, I truly believe that we are in control. Did you at any point think to yourself, no, this is my house now. I'm taking charge. <clears throat> yes. Many of times we stop paranormal. We 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 just says we want to live a normal life. Many of times. Right. Out of out of thought, out of mind. But and I'm going to tell you and everyone else that um, this thing doesn't play by those rules, and this thing doesn't have a label, and no one out of the 52 paranormal teams, with one of the last ones being NESPR, Dan Rivera, mm -hmm. they have mm -hmm. the animal doll. Um, they did help, but this thing is, 
it's um it goes away for months for months when bear was here in um in uh july, july. 2020 mm-hmm. they validated what was in this home okay mm-hmm. now he knows that because they have the annabelle doll they know the mm-hmm. you know, they Cases, no, I know the team very well, they're very, uh, very respected. It was him, Jimmy Vitale, right? Jimmy, Jimmy, no, Jimmy, 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 and then Dan had said, I know what's going on here. I know exactly Dan's what Dan's a good guy. They don't need to investigate. We don't investigate what we know, what we're looking for. Um, but here's what did happen. And again, I call things the way it is. Whether you like mm-hmm. me or you don't, I don't care. I'll tell <laughs> the way it is, the way yes. I tell my story, and mm-hmm. why I had 52 teams come here, because I took a lot of criticism, a mm-hmm. lot of not believing. And then when I tell people, I'll pay you gas money. Come on. <laughs> come on. I will pay your gas money. Come to my house. I was. That's how I was. I had that daughter. demeanor of you don't believe me. If you're a seasoned paranormal investigator and you say who you are, you are. How much you need? Come to my. And that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. Many investigators. I paid. Come over here. Mm-hmm. And um, this thing doesn't play by the rules. Of we know what it is and it's identified. When when they were here, Dan was re- uh, reading prayers and um. The lights in the kitchen and the living room, we were all in there around the dining room table. Mm-hmm. Every light went so bright, you almost had to dim your eyes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I felt, ah, oh, it's gone. And we're mm-hmm. like, we all shook our head. It's gone. No, I remember. I remember you posted that. You it's guys are really, gone. you were so relieved and excited. The next day, the I go time. to Hobby Lobby. I bought crosses. I bought the Mother Mary. I got statues <laughs> all over my home. I'm saying prayers, rosemary, everything. Listening right. to yeah. uh, holy music. The well, home you're fighting back. You're fighting back. It was ours. You're we the way you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You took back. control. Yes. We took. Yes. Well, we thought we took the home back. Mm-hmm. Six months was perfect. Again, everything was good. We're back to ourselves again. Mm-hmm. And then six months later, here comes the shadows. Yeah. You and have you think, to stay well, on like, it. Say yourself, oh, it's gone. It can't and be. Nothing, then you hear the whispers. And it was nothing that we did even no. to mm-hmm. make this stir up again. It, you know, it, it wasn't like that. We weren't doing mm-hmm. Sometimes, though, I think you need to stay on it. Like even some exorcisms, if you look at the story of the exorcist, they went through the rites of exorcism just about every day. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like you need, you would need somebody clearing, like staying on you probably every day, every yeah, other the day. Problem with, the problem that I have with that is, you know, you have to, well, you have to have everybody on board. And I think mm-hmm. we talked about this too. And yeah. you have to have all, every, every single person in the family has got to be on board if you want to do something like that. And you that do. Was not happening with this family. My, mm-hmm. it just was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the kids told me flat out, we're not, you know, we don't want to be a part of any of this. Right, and so yeah. don't have, and even, you know, my oldest doesn't live here, but he still lives here. Like no, he's sure, still sure. connected to this house. Absolutely. So, if nobody, Absolutely. so it was just. What it's a tough do? decision to be in. It is a tough yeah. decision oh. to be in. At some point yeah. though, you may get tired and say, 
you all have to be on board or you have to wait till all the kids to leave and say, well, okay, well, just us. we can well, be on board. Right. But here's what I, here's what I could testify to. Right. <clears throat> this thing. And even Dan said it, it's a mind manipulator. And let me tell you what a mind manipulator is. A mind manipulator is watch this. You ready? I'm going to go to the house and help you remove it. Phil. Right. I don't know. You know what? Maybe I'm not going to go there. I have other things to do. That's what it does to mm. everybody in any way, shape, or form. Mm. It switches the thought pattern of the mind of what you were intentionally going to do when you that's got That's what they do, though. They That's what they're all notorious for doing. That's, I, I've, I've, around, and I've never come across one that didn't do things like that. That's why, and I always say, the weakest link is usually the one that that is manipulated the easiest. That's usually children. That's everybody. In this Especially case, Especially children, because children are trusting. Oh, yeah. Children are easily fooled. Yeah. Children think they have an imaginary friend. Children are easy to, to threaten. We're going to hurt your Most parents. Definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas adults are more rational. So yeah. we think, yeah, right, whatever. You know, we're more rational. So children get targeted more often, I think. You know, and pets. Yeah, I agree. Always jump I on agree. pets because pets can't speak for themselves. People think no. pets can't be possessed. Yeah. You kidding? The whole, they're the only ones that can't tell you they're possessed and that there's a problem. The animal situation here is would be like a whole nother show. What we oh, have yeah. gone through, I last too. What have we yeah. have gone through with our pets is just. I mean, it, I can't even understand Tell it. us about it. Tell no, us about it's it. so sad. Because I think it's a very important part of the story because it happens to people. For every, I can't tell you how many times I've heard this story over the last couple of decades, but people still don't understand. In fact, there are some researchers who will bring their pets to no, locations like that. that are aggressive because animals pick up easily. Mm. They can see. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes they get in trouble. So, yeah. yeah. Can you touch on well, that a when bit? We moved here, when we moved here, we had an older an older dog who was about 10. And, you know, he never had any real problems until mm -hmm. we moved. I mean, he was old right. um, until we moved into this house. So I kind of like, you know, he ended up dying, but he was old. So I... Sure. Logic tells anything, you, meh, it anything, could be anything natural. Okay. Um, we, we, we got another dog um, and she we got her as a baby. Um, and a little pit bull, and she uh, started at it. She was perfectly fine, and then out of nowhere, she she got she got she was getting really really sick, and they diagnosed her with cancer, uh, and there was no cure, and they didn't no they didn't want to operate because it was they just didn't think it was going to work. Right. Okay. Then we get um, we got a rabbit. The rabbit. Well, the, well, what happened with the rabbit was. Yeah, it was a Sunday. Your mom was here. This was, yeah. And we were just saying, my uh, mom likes to pray before, you know, after she eats. And yeah. An hour yeah. later, out of nowhere, this healthy rabbit was just dead. Wow. We started seizures. Wow. Well, actually, she started to have seizures. Yeah. Aww. And an hour before this all even happened, he was, Phil was downstairs and the rabbit was fine, playing, mm -hmm. laughing, yep. like, you know, jumping all over. So after we prayed, um, I said to my mother, I'm like, I have to go downstairs and feed the rabbit. And I ran down there and I knew something was wrong. It could just, usually when I come down there, she's running all over the place. She knows she's excited. Just yeah. And 
I mean, I just couldn't even be around it. I can't really be around that. So I got, I went upstairs and everybody went down and they told me that she was having seizures. Mm-hmm. So at, at that point, I mean, it's what's going through your mind. Like even now, what goes through your mind with all of this? Like, what's going through my what's, mind? What's next for you guys? My, you know? my, something is messing with these animals. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, it's I, knew it in my, <laughs> I knew it after my second dog died. Yeah. But you, you know it, but you don't want to believe it. And you, you sure. think, like, oh, I'll bring another animal in the house. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it just it just doesn't go well we have a quick question for you and then we're going to do a station and sponsor id yeah absolutely you know, boss's rules i have my mic on i've been coughing and sneezing and turning off my mic so i want to make sure it's on uh yes caroline castro hi she asked did you research the land the house was built on yes yes okay and what'd you find we found that through the research is that way back in the day, the Iroquois Indians were between the Eastern and Delaware River, which mm-hmm. we sit on this land, part of it anyway, the Iroquois lost the battle uh, treaty. And there was a lot of bloodshed between Forks, Easton, Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. And um, we're on that focal point. We're about a quarter mile from the river. And a lot of the pitches that we have, gotten here from paranormal teams from around the world looked like false face masks and i didn't know what that was up until they yeah, did research i've, I've, I've had yeah, some, yeah. unless you research that you from. wouldn't know yeah. right well the false face society like um are an elite group of indigenous and what they do is they expel demons and mm-hmm. this it, trained it's family lineage stuff and these masks is what they put on when they do it i know i've purchased about two or three for a friend of mine who collects them in upstate new york so that is what they are they're they're, they're pretty rare i mean they've been mass produced now for people who want to collect them but the like actual ones are pretty rare yeah so they, that's they, interesting they... that you found those and they just happen to expel demons that's what they do that the, the well, that's where chief that. comes from yeah hmm. and that's okay. where chief Right, it's, uh, yep. synchronicities. The the, the spirit yes. entity wants to be called chief. You yes. find false face masks, and these are yes. used by indigenous who specialize and you know who are trained lineage thing to expel evil spirits and demonics. Yes, interesting. That yes. is actually very very interesting. Wow, we're gonna have to do a station ID. Bubbles is looking at me funny. Please, yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Thank you. I just gotta find my link now. Um, that is such an interesting. It, it's just been incredible. I thought I knew everything and I knew nothing. You are listening to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and myself, Amelia Pizzano, coming to you live from one hundred five point three FM radio from the gorgeous city of New Orleans. Tonight, our guests, our fellow hosts, fellow colleagues on the UPRN network, Philip and Julia Siracusa from the Horsefies Chronicle Radio. We'd like to give a shout out and thank you to the amazing people at Folgers Coffee for fully sponsoring our show from day one. Thank you for your support and your continuing sh- uh, sponsorship, rather, sorry. And of course, a l- tons and tons of thanks and gratitude for our intro and outro to Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, Justin Snicker, award-winning composer and musician. You can find his music on Amazon and Bandcamp and follow him on Facebook and Instagram. He's been dropping all of his records 
on these social websites and showing you how you can get to his music and listen to it and purchase it. So please give him a follow. Stream or listen to our archives on the platform you normally use. Please remember to subscribe and like us too. Especially that, you know, subscribe and like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry about the congestion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that took a lot of like breath for Amelia. So. Oh my God. I'm going to faint. And here <laughs> I've been got, sick for four days. <laughs> got Kevin okay. saying, love me some Phil and Julia. That's cute, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> oh my goodness. So where do you go from here? I mean. Well, I'll tell you where we go. Um, <laughs> so after Dan Rivera was here. Back last about a year ago now, yeah, we had true ghost stories come down here, and uh, I wanted to see again. You know, is it? it I always ask myself, is it just me seeing these things, wanting mm -hmm. to see these things, or yeah, you know? So they come with a whole team. It's about a year ago, right? And Did they take um, a chance and let somebody new in the house. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and right. um, <laughs> let me tell. I want you to listen to this, okay. and I want the listener to clearly listen to these words. Okay. Uh -huh. Now, we may think, well, ghosts can't hurt us. Well, ghosts can't do, they can only do certain things. Well, I'm going to tell you straight out, whether you believe or not. And this will be an aired episode. I, I don't know when it's coming out, but I think it's their season three. Uh -huh. One person's in my basement from True Ghost Stories. The other one is out in my driveway, and the other one is in the garage. Now, I'm sitting in the garage with one of them, right? And then one's in the backyard. Uh -huh. A voice comes through on this, this like walkie-talkie. Okay, come outside now. He goes, hello? Come out where? He didn't know backyard, driveway. Hmm. So he goes outside to the backyard, and, the, and she goes, I didn't call you. <laughs> he goes to the driveway. The guy goes, what? I didn't call you. Let me tell you that if that doesn't creep you out, these things can talk. Oh, mm -hmm. oh yes, it can. Uh, it's about an EVP. And I don't know how too, they right? come through on these CBs, but yeah. I heard it clear as day. It's like I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. Now they're tricking the team. But the, now they're, they're doing it in their voices, right? Of the yes, team members. Yes, yeah, so that's yes. what we didn't That's even get to feel the mimicking throughout the years. How it would this mimic thing can mimic you and make believe yeah. it's you to somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's what it was doing to the team. Mm -hmm. So we've had it happen here. I believe it 100%. This is not a K2 meter. This is not a REM pod. This mm -hmm. is not a spirit box. This is not, hello, can you hear me? This is a CB, a walkie talkie. Yeah. Oh, the, they manipulate those quite Anything. easily. Walk, yeah. A lot of teams will use walkie-talkies, even baby <laughs> monitors, because they work on so many different channels oh, that these yeah. things can manipulate it. Yeah, it takes less energy for them. It's true. It's yeah. true. I know. It's, it's it's actually very, very cool. You know, but, Michelle, I want to ask you, um, so when you hear that and you know it's the spirit, it's not a person, does that spirit have a shape or form that's actually doing that at that time? No, I think they can project energy uh, without having any form at all. I can tell you just from experiences in this house, um, you know, like I've, I've had like Wayne, you know, just call out to me and I come out and go, yeah, what? He's like, what? I'm like, what do you want? Because <laughs> I didn't call you. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. It's like, oh, yeah. and I'm standing like it's right here being projected 
in yeah. my space. Here, Wayne, here. Here's another story Wayne's got right here. Amelia, you want to get that? Yeah, I've got that. Okay. When my adult son lived with me, I heard him call to me from the back room, while at the same time, he heard me call to come to the kitchen. When we met up, neither one of us had called each other. They're I've notorious. Even experience can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've had experience with like similar where um, meaning the voices, not with yeah. how Wayne has it, where nobody is home and I'll hear my daughter's voice say, mama. Yeah. And I'm like, and I respond because I'm so used to it. And then it clicks. Oh. It's like, wait a minute. She's not home. No, exactly. So See, it wow. does. It happens, especially when you're working an active case. That that happens a lot to us. I, I believe that. Like for us, it's happening in our homes, but we don't yeah. have the situation you have, right? No. Where you have these strangers in, and these strangers are experiencing it in their voices. If it was your voices and your family's, you know, you could almost think, oh, maybe it's just residual. Maybe it's just something right. left over because it's family. We leave imprints and imprints of our energy all over the house, right? We live here. But yeah. when it's people who you don't know who are visiting and they're experiencing that in their voices, they don't have time to put like all that, that imprinting yeah. and such. So you have to kind of think back and say, Jesus, that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. But I do believe they can just actually just put out energy. They don't need to be in any sort of form at all. Here's another story. I think Tamara's mentioned this before, again, with the walkie-talkies. Yeah, Tamara says, I worked as a security guard in the 90s. I was going to 1990s. It's so far away. Right, right. Uh, we used to say, <laughs> I remember being Back in the, in the clubs. day. <laughs> I remember being in the clubs. I'm going to die. But in the 90s, we used to wait, take talkies, yeah. and we would have problems on certain sites with being called by spirits and causing guards not to want to work there. I remember her sharing that. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. again, it's projection because you don't physically see anybody standing there. I no. think energy, you're dealing with energy in one form or right. another, whatever yeah. type of entity this is, human spirit, it's energy at this point. Energy can be in many places at one time. Mm -hmm. And so I've always been a firm believer in the fact that they can project their energy multiple places. Do you have, have you guys ever experienced something like this with, with sounds or names? And it feels like you're hearing it from many different directions. Like it's coming in from all around you. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a projection. You know, it feels like you're hearing a voice, but it's, you're hearing it. It seems like it's just coming from everywhere all yeah. at once it's it's just a it's it's they just have a way where they don't have to be in any sort of physical form or shape or it just puts it right out there yeah it could even happen dimensionally because yeah. we have so many dimensions within our own space yeah as joe would say joe's famous for the joe. whole dimensional bleed through no, our annoying no, producer. Say nonsense, but you know <laughs> theory that joe's damn joe theory. yeah <laughs> so you know i think that that's definitely a thing. Yeah. They can be at your home. They can be at your son's home at the same time. It, it, there's, there's no, yeah, absolutely no boundaries with them. There's no boundaries. And it said the, um, yeah. it said the lead investigator's name. Um, yeah. From true ghost stories. And he's like, this thing said my first and last name mm -hmm. and yeah. last. And I heard it. I remember now this is in the living room and, um, and you feel, you don't see, but you can feel like this dominant presence in that room. Yeah, you know it's you there. You don't yeah. um, you don't see it. But mm -hmm. I want to say this is what 
did happen. And, you know, this is, this is hard to digest and this is very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so paranormal challenge back a few years ago, got in touch with me and um, paranormal challenge is part of um, Zach Baggins. Um, I guess mm-hmm. he branched off to other teams or whatever. I he wasn't it. there, but mm-hmm. they were. And they had a hard time believing my story, right? And you know what? It's Phil, though. I'm like, I'm, I'm like the Price is Right. Come on down. Uh, <laughs> I'm like the Price is Right, you know? You're going to call my bluff. I'm going to bluff you back, and you're going to come uh-huh. here, and let's see what we talk about. So, right. you know, but I'm nice. I mean, I'm a nice, humble guy, and, you know, but I'm very firm on this is real, you know? And yeah. um, they had a hard time believing it. So um, I get a call a couple hours before they were to come here and the lead investigator goes you're not going to believe this but we were visited last night by something that was not good no. and um <laughs> yeah. i was like well you know i don't know mm-hmm. he's like well, i don't know if it's from your case or whatever but we're going to come mm-hmm. down so they came down and they all i have them on my facebook live um so i'm recording each individual and their demeanor and what they do on paranormal challenge right mm-hmm. They're all in a good mood. They're excited to be at the Horsefly Chronicles home. They do say that the lead investigator and his girlfriend say that something visited us, and we're not sure what this thing is. It wasn't good. Okay, right? right? So now the investigation is taking place in my home. So at one point, the lead investigator, his demeanor was changing. Yeah. He was getting really very – he was a nice guy, but he was getting very demanding. Mm. And um, I didn't want to step in, you know, let them do their thing. I'm observing as a homeowner. And he tells the girl to go upstairs in the living room and ask for Sarah, who was a ghost that oh, yeah. we thought was a ghost in yeah. this house by the name of Sarah. And she's playing with a toy doll in the living room, right? Now, I have surveillance cameras everywhere. And um, the investigation is going okay, but then it started getting edgy. And he, he this is, we, we found things. I'll get back to you, you know, pretty much the end of the night. Uh, but it was getting rough where a lot of tension in the air, a lot of mm. bickering between the team members, you know? Yeah. And um, I haven't heard from him. Weeks go by, weeks go by. And I reach out to him on the phone. I was like, hey, I have something to tell you. I was like, I was going through my surveillance footage. And um, that girl that was in my living room, she disappeared for 12 minutes as she's calling out the ghost, Sarah. And then she no reads and I says, I says, maybe it's a camera glitch. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I never had a camera glitch for 12 minutes because mm-hmm. that's a long here. time. And then she yeah. reappears and he says to me, uh, now I'm not going to say any names on air. So I'm, I'm no, gonna no, let no, for sure. Out. For sure. Mm-hmm. This is an ongoing case. He says, I don't want to talk about her. And I says, why? And um, he pretty much, he says, I'll get back to you. And then we find that a week later that, um, well, she was accidentally murdered. We now, accidentally murdered. Now, I'm not going to say names. Right, no, right, right. it's okay. It's okay. You know, in this field, mm. I don't really believe in coincidence. Not at all. No, now, it doesn't um, exist. Not in, at all. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. exist. Now, um, mm. the story was, is that they got into an argument about a few days after my home. And it got bad and ugly. And then he accidentally kicked the chair that she was on and she fell back. 
and uh, wound up in a hospital and, mm. and, and, you know, from that, you could just, you know, take your thoughts from that point on. And mm. so he was arrested and charged and all that stuff. And um, I say to oh, myself, like a manslaughter. I, yeah, I watched the video now of the Facebook live that they, they said that you know, something was visiting them. They were happy. And I said, well, I really don't understand it. Like, does this have anything to do with this? Which I hope it doesn't. But then I says to myself, but she disappeared for 12 minutes or reappeared. And that's, what, what's, the, what's that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, right. And then when I see her picture in the obituary, I, my heart broke because she was such a nice, sweet person. Mm -hmm. an investigator. My heart broke and I told my wife and she goes, no way. I was like, yeah. And, you know, my wife says, no, it can't be. It can't be. And, um, you know, Maybe, look, we don't believe in coincidences because we know how this works. Yeah. Right. And I don't know, and I'm not going to say that was justified to this one case. Mm -hmm. But I will say this to yourself and the listener that, mm -hmm. you know, the fact that they, he didn't believe and the fact that they were visited the night before and the day of by something and the fact that on the recording they're saying that something is not right and the fact that she disappeared for 12 minutes or reappeared, well, you have mm. to say to yourself at one point, is it just possible that this thing says you're mm -hmm. next? And I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that, but you, you raised that question, right? Phil, this is the paranormal. It's this, like things that can't be explained. There's no real yeah. science to it. It's, it's anything is possible. <clears throat> anything is possible. There's nothing definitive in this field for the most part. You know, there's there's some people who get it better than like they get it right. They get it better than others. Some people more knowledgeable than others. You know, there's it's an ongoing research. There's a reason I think that there's so many people that develop interesting equipment. They do, you know, they work it. They have amazing minds that really sit there and 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 put things together. I think this was why it's so important for people within the field and any field really to discuss things, to bounce ideas around. Um, much like what we're doing now, listening to your story and saying we're bouncing ideas around, you know, you guys might get emails, which will give you the opportunity obviously to, to promote yourselves and how people can find you at the end of the show. But you may have people message you saying, you know what we went through this, or you know what, have you yeah. considered this, this, or this, this is what it's about. It's yeah. not trying to challenge us. It's trying to help us all get an understanding of what this yeah. is all about. Because, man, there's one thing I've learned being in this field for, you know, a couple of decades is that I know nothing. <laughs> I knew yeah. so much. You just, we just don't. Mm -hmm. We never stop learning. It keeps changing. Yeah. And as much as some stuff stays the same, it's it's never 100% the same. No. So you if you say, is this possible? I say, yes. Yes, it is very, very possible. Anything when, is. When I look back at the story that I've just explained um, for the last hour, and we go backwards in time, like that puzzle I was talking about, mm -hmm. who tried to take their lives, how many people dropped out, who was being mm -hmm. frightened in their home, mm -hmm. who was being circled by a horsefly um, at most odd times in the winter, um, the fact that the girl, the psychic Ashley, turned into this witch thing, whatever I don't know what I was looking at, and then it threatened me. Um, 
now you look at the whole picture mm. and the whole picture tells me as a person that this thing is real. It doesn't mm. play games. And, you know, I'm going to talk about Michelle and Amelia. I'm going to talk about both of you right now because that couple months ago, we reached out to you and, and we mm. wanted your opinion and, and, and see what your thoughts were and some help possibly, you know. And I remember, Michelle, you saying that, you know, you, you do your work together, right? And um, I'll never forget this. So I think it was the next day after you did your work, my wife and I were in, in uh, grocery shopping. I'm like, wow, we feel good. Yeah. She's like, no way. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Listen, Del, and we felt good. You guys good. mean a lot to me. So I'm so happy. We felt good. Family. And like, maybe this thing yeah. is gone, you know? Yeah. Mm. So we finished packing the grocery bags and go home. And uh, and then uh, a few days later, um, the negative energy starts again. But, and it, it plays but one that's why like a, as a porn. You see now, when you mm -hmm. talked about kids, the innocent of a child, you are correct. Mm -hmm. Because it'll go after one of my kids. And what, what it'll do is use that kid as a conduit and flame chaos within the family. We mm -hmm. fight, argue, creates negative energy creates the dark shadows, creates the whispers, and creates things that you think mm -hmm. you're seeing but that don't actually exist but do exist on another realm. Now we're seeing things that I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. these, uh, they, they look like people. And it, yeah. I, I don't know what – I've never seen these things before. I'm like, I just mm -hmm. told my wife last week, there's somebody in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I see them dead on. This wasn't at the corner of my eye anymore. Yeah. And then they're yeah. gone. Yeah. So now what it did, and I want to teach everybody what I've learned, it changes – form. And Dan Rivera did tell me that at one point when he was here, it changes form. We have pictures of a boy on a banister. We have pictures of a demonic looking figure, which could be whatever you want to label it as. Mm -hmm. We have pictures of a being that we can't describe. We have pictures of an evil looking animal. What are they? Well, what they are is what I would believe is this thing can change whatever it wants the to do. The manifestations. Be. They can they can basically give you the illusion of seeing whatever they want you to see. Yeah. But this is why I say that we're only half the equation, you're the other half. Julia nailed it. Everybody sort of has to be on board. When your children are a certain age, you can't say to them because they're little, so this is what we're going to do. <laughs> your yeah. kids are probably taller than you saying no. <laughs> so it yeah. makes it really, really difficult. Um, if, like, again, if, if there's acknowledgement, that's the biggest problem is the acknowledgement. I always tell people, you know what? Positive vibrations, they feed off negativity. It's why they, they project so yeah. much negativity, why yeah. they stir so much stuff up yeah. to give them that negativity to feed from. If you starve them, they cannot survive. But if you leave your foot in that door in any way, shape or form, and give them all that acknowledgement that they want. They want the acknowledgement. They want the attention. If you give it to them and say, oh, here you are again, then that, well, that's it. You would need somebody on you guys every two to three why? days. Here's the question is why? Easy mark. No, no, but why? Why, why do they want the acknowledgement? I'm not trying to understand that. Yeah, food. They, because they want, to be, they want to be acknowledged. Acknowledgement is empowerment. It gives them power. It just get, it, it gives them power. Look at how once you acknowledged that orb, all of a sudden it was a game changer. Everything yeah. changed from the moment you went, I see you. You're, I know you now. See, yeah. before you were just 
it can manipulate everybody in the background. But once you acknowledged it, it was like, okay, now I might as well be real because you know I'm here. Then all bets are off. It doesn't matter at that point. I've matter. seen people, you know, I used to have a waiting list of like almost a year and a half, two years, and people would message me or email me and I'd say, I can't get to you, but I would work with them remotely through, through emails and just educating them. And when the time comes or would come that I would have to, I, I say, okay, I can come in now. They're like, no, we're good now. Thank you though. I'm mm -hmm. just like, fantastic. Because I think a lot of this is a learning process, as I'm sure you guys realize, because you've lived it, you've been learning things as you go along as you go through the process, it's a, it's an education process as well. You don't come out of this the same as you did going in. No. no. You evolve. Yeah. Right. You guys have evolved. And you can, I mean, you move into a different house tomorrow. They're not going to get you a second time. You're going to be like, yeah, I freaking know what this is all about. I've been here before. I know what this feels like. I know what these signs are. Yeah. You won't, you won't get had again. You know what I'm saying? So and you guys have helped people as well. So that just goes to show you, you've applied you what know, you've learned. We can help people. I was going to say that. And, and we, we, we do that, but, We're but we can't what's help in our, the home yeah. is blocking us. Yes. Mm. It's so, as if the shield's over the eyes. I'm seeing people now. Right. I've never seen people before. No, because you open up. It opens yeah. your abilities up. I was just how going to say like, that. Yeah. How do yeah. you live in that situation? Are you grounding? Open up. Yeah. My fear, though, in helping people is that when people reach out to you or if you go to their home or you're in contact with them, you say you're being blocked. Is there that concern that whatever is with you is going to reach out across to these people who are reaching out to you? Do you guys have a fear of that happening? He, well, that's always a fear, but I, I think that the people that really have been affected by this house are the people who want, who are getting involved. With the mm. case. Mm. So us going out and helping people um, in the area aren't being affected by us because they're not involved in, in us. Mm. That's how I, that's. Yeah. You know, I it's feel. as if this thing claimed the land and it claims the property mm. and it claims all those that tied to the property and all those that do not believe. And, oh, you don't believe mm. Look, talk about ego. You know, I remember somebody, I think it was Bill Bean or somebody told me one time, these things have egos when you don't believe. Well, yeah. They're classic narcissists. <laughs> yeah. It'll make you are. believe. It'll yeah. come straight to you and make you believe. Yeah. And I've had a hard time it doesn't matter what you think. That's right. Not That's at all. right. No, no, it, it's yeah. definitely it's it's a journey. It's a learning process. You're still going to keep learning. You're still going to keep evolving. Um, yeah. But I think you get to that point um, that you'll be able to just say, you know what, I am com in complete control. I think the more you evolve, the more you see, because you've evolved. Now you're saying, I'm seeing this and I'm seeing that. Yeah. That's that's pretty much part of that that learning process, that evolution. You may just get to a point where you could say, you know what, I've got this. I I can I can do this. Positive vibes, positive yeah, energy. That's why you always a lot of times you'll hear me say, live, love, laugh, live your best life, open your windows, dance, laugh, watch a comedy, because you're just gonna starve them. Uh, can I just can I just say something? We've had um, a no. person that we <laughs> is like having Joe here. We have a person yeah. that we helped that has 
been on our show and has often showed up in mm-hmm. our in our um, chat room. And it was the worst thing I've ever heard of, ever seen. There was things in there that I didn't know existed, things that I saw that I would say to Michelle, like, I can't believe this is what this and this looks like. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to bring any attention, no, any more attention no. to it. But um, things that I didn't know existed. That's what validated was that the research was there to show that these things existed. And she would play the mass on loop, the Catholic high mass in Latin. And she would put salt in her basement. This woman was an unstoppable force. That house was clean when she moved out of it. She was an unstoppable force. I couldn't believe it. This lady went without and, sleep and, and she's gifted. Yeah. And it was and a true infestation. It like, was I mean, really so bad. many. So there were so many. Picture wow. yourself walking through, I guess the way Amelia described it was like a membrane. Spire, just trying spider to go through and your it's, feet were just like in that world. So gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. As a remote viewer, you see things differently, but mm-hmm. it was like walking through. Uh, some Ooh. level of hell it mm-hmm. really was and um i was so afraid at first because mm-hmm. i've never seen anything like that like you know i've worked crime yeah. for years and, and, I, um, and this like, was an it's all good this all was good. an eye-opener it's all, good. <laughs> all i'm but saying again, is that mindset. her her mindset and she's yeah. very gifted she's a very gifted medium who does readings for a living so mm-hmm. this is someone who has to open and close doors constantly mm-hmm. and it was work but it, it happened. So I believe it's possible for everyone after seeing mm-hmm. what she had. Mm-hmm. But it, it also falls into the fact that it shows you even the most seasoned people yeah. can be victims. The yeah. most oh, seasoned most, people, yeah. the All most experiences, yeah. like most, most experienced people. So, you know, I, I think at this point, it's just um, like, I, you know, all you can do at this point, I think, is just to try to keep your space as positive as possible until you can get to that point where all your kids move out. <laughs> just like, all right, <laughs> we're taking control now. You guys are all gone out of the house. But you guys are troopers, got, man. The little one already got a house. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You guys are right? troopers, though. That's a lot to go through and you have are. children and grandchildren around. That's that's a lot. You're doing yes. your best. Yeah. You know, um, Throughout the years, Julie and I have been able to help a lot of people by talking about our haunting. Absolutely. And a lot of people who were atheists and skeptics, I had them mm. at my house too. I had a lot of atheists. Yeah. I had a lot of non-believers. I wanted them here mm. because I wanted to prove a point. And the point is we can't explain everything. There's science not behind everything. And there's some things that are just, um, not only are they mind-blowing, but there are mm. no explanations. No matter how we try to define Mm-hmm. We want to put a definition behind everything. Sometimes nothing is nothing because it'll always be nothing but something within the mind. Sure. And mm-hmm. I see what these things can do. And you're right. Positive thoughts, positive mind, positive spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will continue to live this journey in the home mm-hmm. um, as long as, you know, till we move, which hopefully will be within the next hundred years um, <laughs> and, um it's a as, lot of work as we're on the mission we're going to teach people mm-hmm. uh, what we do know and what we've mm-hmm. learned and i've been able to help a lot of people yeah not myself but a lot of a lot of people <laughs> that this is real 
This is not is faith. Right. And that's the most important principle to me is that there's other families out there. Michelle, I've seen you on television, a lot of shows, and Amelia as well, and, and you do great work. And, and uh, we're living the life of the life that you're out helping people. And, um, and it, the most important thing is there's still people that, oh, come on, ghost, how old are you? You have a corporate job, and you may you believe in all this nonsense. What's wrong with you? Pick up a good book and, and stop the nonsense. Well, I say to myself, well, do you go to church? Yeah. Well, who do you pray to? God. Did you see him? No. Mm -hmm. you believe him? Yes. <laughs> I so then how do you know that what we're seeing is not real as well? Because mm -hmm. we're yeah. seeing something too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and because it's too. easier. It's... It's fear, right? And it's easier. Yeah. But I really, really, really believe that you guys being on air as with your own show, as well as guesting on other shows and several shows that you're putting that story out there and you're helping so many more people mm -hmm. than you know, just by sharing, you're being so generous with all of us. You know, and, I, I want to say this, yeah. and I think this is a significant point as we're ending the show, right? I want to say this, that um, there's a lot of people out there mental disabilities and now I'm living this haunted life I just wonder how many people are just being affected with those mental abilities that can be helped spiritually and that are not being helped spiritually because it's not a belief that's so a millennial like, that's a millennial uh, issue that's mm -hmm. that's been going on since the beginning of time right yep that's, that's that's what's going on that's a yep. tough one um, yeah. Again, I, 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 it comes down to the mindset thing. I, I you know, I, I, I'm a big believer in mindset. I say it all the time. I practice what I preach. I truly believe that we are exceptional beings, that we've been given all the tools. The living just often, I find, don't see the signs, you know, or they choose not to. Um, but we share space with the whole yeah. of the world out there yeah. of, of beings that can pop in and out of dimensions yep. that can stay within your space, be well hidden. And based on that energy, we are powerful and we in turn can also project energy. You know, that's what you, it's poltergeist activity, psychokinesis. We can yep. project and do crazy things. If we can project energy like that, and create what people look at as poltergeist activity, open and closed doors, footsteps, slamming things around, then we should be able to control other energies that are within our space to at least expel them. We just need to, I think it comes down to education. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Can, yeah. can Can I address Here's something? Because Ardua um, wrote something if I can read it because I think mm. it's really important to get this point out or do I'm not by any means judging anything because I was raised Roman Catholic he says sounds like me listening to the mass going to mass every day Gregorian chants playing 24 7 the rosary three to four times daily and more remember Annalise Michelle was a devout Roman Catholic mm-hmm they will, I'm not saying to drop your praying. I'm not saying don't pray. My gosh, no, I pray. I believe in prayer. Um, but sometimes that makes you the target. So mm -hmm. saying that because you do that, it's not happening and it's keeping safe is because you believe that in your mind and you feel that strongly. Again, mm -hmm. mindset. But people 
who are extremely religious are attacked constantly. Mm -hmm. Ah, the exorcist. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's different when you explain that. I just mm -hmm. wanted to make that clear for anyone who is reading it because I don't want people to think that, you know, I don't know how to word this without it coming across wrong. Everybody is, can be a target is what I'm trying Absolutely. to say. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes whether you believe or don't and whether, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, some of the, the um, most well-known exorcisms have been performed on, on the most devout of people. That's true. Yeah. And you know, sometimes the people of faith are not necessarily the ones that, that can easily help you. I mean, I've worked with people in one situation, a priest came right in the house to do a blessing and things were flying off the refrigerator, flying off the counter uh -oh. in the kitchen. He got up and he, he basically did one of these. He goes, I'll, I'll be back. Never returned. Wow. And that was the priest, you know, and, and sometimes they won't even let the priest get near the house. If you have even a chance of having a blessing. I, so, I, well, me, I had a priest come in my house um, yeah. when I moved here and he wouldn't, he would not, you know how you go to the church and you ask them for a blessing. Mm -hmm. Well, I needed this because I actually had stuff going on here. And he would not pass the damn carpet in the foyer. So it makes it I'm like, tough. are you not going yeah. upstairs? No, I'm fine from here. And he's yeah. blessed the water. And I'm like, uh, no, because this is happening upstairs. <laughs> you need to come and in I the house. Up, yeah. yeah, I ended up doing mm -hmm. the whole thing with my mom. Yeah, because I couldn't get a priest to walk past the front door. Did we Figure one that last, one out. One last question. One last question. Gord okay. Thomas says, how do you help the ones that are not religious and have no beliefs? That's easily your mindset. You don't have to be religious. I'm not religious. Not that I don't have, you know, a certain degree of, of belief system. hundred percent. I have a belief system, but I, I, I'm also pretty logical in my thinking when, and when I say that, I mean, mindset, I put myself in control and I don't acknowledge. And if I do acknowledge, it's never out of fear. I think I was just telling a story last night. You know, whenever I would go to locations, a lot of times it's like Phil says, they already know what's going on. They know everything about you before you even step foot in the house. And I would have, you know, this specific incident. I had this, this thing was a knocker. It would knock all the time. And I was just coming out of my ensuite and I was just getting ready to grab my purse. And I had something knock very loud on my on my bedside table. And I just, I didn't even bat an eye. I just turned around, grabbed my purse. I said, I'll see you in an hour, mister. And I left the house and that was the end of it. It's like no emotion, nothing. I just said the words and I just went out and I went and I cleared a house. It's just, I don't think you necessarily have to have a staunch belief. I believe where the belief system comes in handy, whatever that may be, is what empowers you. Whatever it is that empowers you and gives you the strength to go up against whatever is there, that's what you lean on. That's not always faith for some people. It's true. Right? It's not always faith. No, so. and I just, can I read that comment really, really quickly from Which Natalie? Because this fits oh, right oh in. Oh, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is why I don't have control. Um, <laughs> Natalie says, you can be an atheist and believe in the paranormal. Why do people think they are mutually exclusive? Thank you for making that comment in YouTube. Thank yes. you. And here's another one from... Jim Gerard, hi, He's Jim. been on the show a few times. He's Coming an amazing guest. Uh, yes. December. Yes. He said he has three of these written on his walls and you could read that it's that 
L O sorry, Canadian. So I'll say it American Z L O Nastati. It means evil spirits do not enter here. It comes from a Peruvian shaman. That might work for you guys. You might want to try that. That's again, that's a whole you should have him on your show. System. You should have him on your show. He's you guys really should good. connect he's with Jim. Yeah, on. he's been on three times. He's coming back on at the end of December. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah. so with that being said, we are at the top of the hour and past at the top of the hour. Yay. So tell everybody <laughs> how to find you guys. Okay. You can find us on, we're pretty easy to find. You can find us on <laughs> Facebook and Instagram, um, the Horselight Chronicles Radio on Facebook. Um, and how can people get in touch with you if they want to reach out to you? We have a website too. Okay. Well, you could email me, um, P S I R A C U S A number four at yahoo.com. You mm -hmm. could type in the horsefly chronicles on Google. It'll give you the teams, the evidence, as well as YouTube. Some of the things I've talked about tonight, a toy going off by itself after ministry left is on mm -hmm. YouTube. It's a toy dinosaur on top of a slot machine, mm -hmm. which I cannot watch because I get the creeps. Um, mm -hmm. There's things on YouTube that are posted from teams, myself, my family, and all over Google. This is a noted case. This is a uh, a case that is ongoing that, you know, is a testimony to the world that paranormal phenomenon and entities do exist. If we believe we can help you, we can try. But, you know, again, mm -hmm. people may say, well, if you can't help your own case, we're blocked. It's as if we are part of the energy we are part of it and that's the best way i could describe it and i want to leave the show off like this when we say that we think we know everything about what we are identifying it comes the big question mark and the big thing is well the last team that was here from um paraflex this is well i think mm -hmm. he got it all wrong stay tuned and um yeah, i'll leave it at that i'm not that's another show that'll be out eventually and um I think mm -hmm. I know where they're going with that. So right. we must, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'll tell you this much. Michelle, maybe one day you and Amelia, I'd love for you to come in my basement. <laughs> I would have no problem in your basement. Not at all. You're not I'm that far, you know. No, I'm You're only a few hours. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying worry. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying worry. I'm not saying fear. I'm saying I would just. Love it. I, I, That's what I'm saying. Sure. I'm going to leave it like I, that. I, I I'm just going to leave it like that. Yeah, I would yeah. do it. And one day, I'm going to build a cabin it. in Alaska off the grid where me yes. and my wife are going to be where nothing's around. <laughs> We're just going to live in the woods at the elementals. <laughs> oh, come on. Yes, How many I elementals, know. too, over there? Come on. Come on. Seriously. It was all indigenous land at one time. Once, once you're targeted, you're always a target. That's all but, I'm going to yes, say. That's true. another Give show. some high hopes. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I wish yeah, I could, I but I'm 53 and it's still happening. So I don't know what to tell you. I wish I could. And with that said, yeah. I've got to close off. So thank you, everybody. We thank have uh, come to the end of another amazing segment on the Outer Realm. Big thank you to Phil and Julia Syracuse. Just been a great show awesome. and thank just you. just a thank lot of you. fun. Really informative. Huge thank you to Folgers Coffee. Huge thank you to Dr. Snick, Justin Snicker. If you guys would like to contact <laughs> us, please do it by email. 
it's just really difficult to do it any other way. So the outer realm contact at gmail.com. I'll say it again, the outer realm contact at gmail.com. A um, little bit of reminder here, wherever you're watching the show tonight, please subscribe, like, join, whatever the case may be. Please support us and uh, show us some love. Dang it. We bring you a lot of good stuff. <laughs> but anyway, for next week, as promised, Tamara, uh, we welcome back Wes Roberts. We love Wes Roberts. Yes, we do. He's going to be talking about Aleister Crowley. It's spooky month. Right. So we're going to bring you some fun. Thursday night welcomes back Scott McClellan of Diablo Manor. And he'll be picking up where he left off in the last segment. And he, he was just like amazing the last time. And his family, if you guys remember, went down to the roots all the way back into the early 1900s, possibly 1800s of basically the whole midway system. I mean, just the whole... This whole carnival stuff. He used to own Carnival Diablo. Besides yes. that, he's been an actor. He's just Love done him. amazing things. He is yeah. just delightful. And he will be back. So thank you all. Have a terrific weekend. We will see you next yeah. week. Thanks to everyone who partook. What? Thanksgiving, Canada. Oh, crap. Is that this weekend? <laughs> That's okay. this weekend for Canada. Canada. Thanksgiving. Yeah, no gray zone <laughs> either this, this month, guys. Too busy. But yes, happy Thanksgiving to everybody in Canada who is celebrating, except for me, apparently, because I didn't damn well remember we were having it. So anyway, <laughs> we're both I have a wedding. <laughs> so see, there you go. She look how excited she looks. I love it. Anyway. I love to dance. I know. There we Good go. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.